Hello. My name is Father Ed Feliski from the St. Clement Mission House in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. Today we celebrate uh, March 1st, Friday of the second week of Lent. I'd like to begin my reflection with the reading from today's liturgy, um, our first reading taken from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph best of all his sons, for he was the child of his old age, and he had made him a long tunic. When his brothers saw that their father loved him best of all, they hated him so much that they would not even greet him. One day, when his brothers had gone to pasture their father's flock at Shechem, Israel said to Joseph, Your brothers, you know, are tending our flocks at Shechem. Get ready, I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and caught up with them in Dothan. They noticed him from a distance, and before he came up to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes that master dreamer. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We shall then see what comes of his dreams. <clears throat> when Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from their hands, saying, We must not take his life. Instead of shedding blood, he continued, Just throw him into that cistern there in the desert, but do not kill him outright. His purpose was to rescue him from their hands and return him to his father. So when Joseph came up to them, they stripped him of the long tunic he had on. Then they took him and threw him into the cistern, which was empty and dry. They then sat down to their meal. Looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, their camels laden with gum, balm, and resin to be taken down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What is to be gained by killing our brother and concealing his blood? Rather, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, instead of doing away with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> I chose to reflect on today's first reading because it's one of the great stories of, of the entire gospel, or the entire Bible, rather. Um, the story of Joseph is just marvelous. It goes from chapter 37 of Genesis, probably to around chapter 45, and I would encourage you to read those chapters if you get a chance. The story of Joseph is a story of favoritism, it's a story of jealousy. It's a story of attempted murder. But it's also a story of forgiveness and redemption. Joseph was a great dreamer. He was able to interpret dreams. And this drove his brothers crazy. Uh, there was one particular dream that he, he shared with his brothers that he had, which had them sort of bowing down to him, which angered them, of course. Um, family, brother competitions are always uh, very challenging. And so um, even, even Joseph's father uh, worried about his dreams uh, because in one of the dreams he had even his mother and father bowing down to worship him. So they were concerned about Joseph, the dreamer. And he apparently was so obnoxious 
that his brothers could, couldn't stand him, wouldn't even talk to him. And when, in this particular passage, when his father sent him out to catch up with his brothers and bring back news of how they're doing, um, they plotted to kill him. So you have to be pretty obnoxious to have your brothers want to kill you. But it's a marvelous story because they sell him into, into slavery. He ends up being the, um, the servant. He's, he's bought by the Pharaoh's uh, steward, main steward, a man named Potiphar. And um, he ends up, after a long um, ordeal in prison where he, it was, again, his dreams and interpreting his dreams, ultimately the dream of Pharaoh, that got him into Pharaoh's household. And he eventually became the second most powerful person in all of Egypt. And so um, it was at this time when there was a great famine, and Joseph, because of his wisdom and because of his knowledge of interpreting the dreams, he was able to see that there were going to be seven years of famine followed by uh, following seven years of, of great wealth. And so he was able to stockpile um, and ration all the the grains um, in the land so when the when the famine hit he would be ready and so um, because of Joseph's wisdom he achieved great status in Egypt and of course his brothers thought he was he was killed or he was dead certainly to them uh, Joseph ended up um, being the one who rationed all these this food during the famine and his brothers came down to Egypt to get food because they were starving, like everybody else in the world, and Joseph became this great power where he controlled food. Uh, and so his brothers were not able to recognize him. Of course, as the story goes on, um, Joseph um, ends up forgiving them and revealing himself to them, and he's restored back to his family. It's a wonderful story of redemption. It's a wonderful story of forgiveness. Certainly Joseph could have been full of anger when he saw his brothers coming to beg for food. Um, and some of that is a part of that story. But ultimately he was able to forgive them and be reconciled with them and reconciled with his father. It's a wonderful story of redemption, and I, I presume it's being used here in the season of Lent um, to remind us of the power of forgiveness and the power of redemption which is what, what we ultimately celebrate um, with the Feast of Easter. So that's my reflection for today. I hope you might find something helpful in it. We pray that God will bless you um, with a wonderful day. Thank you.